Hi, and welcome back to Mission Room with Yemi. Today's Share 82, and we're in Simon Lamed Bays, and today we'll be doing the first part of Sifta Zayin. Today's Share is sponsored by Lefur Shleim HaBachar Yaakov Dov and Nisan Ben Chan Asara, and Lechem Nishmas Mordechai Ben Chaim Yisrael Shimon. In the previous Sif, we learned that if the leg of an ice is smaller than Malay Ice Katana, the size of a small letter, which is a Yud, then it's possible due to the lack of proper tours ice. But if the leg was the shear of a yud, then it would be kosher, even if it's shorter than the classical look of the letter. The example we gave was a ches, that if the letters are small enough that they're not the shear of a yud, it's puzzle, but if they're long, but even if the ches as a whole is more short and stubby, it is still kosher. However, as we'll see today, this klal cannot be applied to all icy ice. Rather, there's some letters that require an extra step to kosher the letter. And this is going to bring us to the halacha of kriyas tinaik, having a child read the letter, and using his reading to help determine if the letter in front of us has the right surah, and it would then be kosher. The klalim of this din and when it's necessary are as follows. Any letter that is visibly lacking in the tur ice, such as a letter whose leg is not the size of an ice katana, as we mentioned, or a letter that one of the chalakim of the letter is completely detached from the rest of the letter. For example, one of the legs of an aleph is detached from that middle slanty line, then in that case, we would not help to show it to a cotton being that it's clear to us that this letter is completely possible. Another case where this din wouldn't apply is when the leg of the letter has the right shear of the size of a yud, and like we said, it's shorter than usual, but it has a clear overall tura of the letter. Then it would be completely unnecessary to have a cut and read it. For Like in the example that we gave, a ches that has short legs, as long as they reach the minimum leg, it still has that basic form of a ches, a top and two sides. The time when it would help to use a tunic and we would need to use a tunic is when we have a letter that technically has a minimum shear to be kosher. However, we're concerned that this ice that you intended to write is too similar to a different ice, and that in itself would cause the letters to be puzzle because it's not the right ice. For example, if you made a vav with a shortish leg, and now it could look somewhat like a yud, in that case, I'll show it to a cotton and ask him what he sees. If he says that it's a vav, then it's kosher. And if he says it's a yud, then that letter would be puzzle. The Mishra explains this to be a gilu milsab alma, that it's not that the tinek is doing an action of kashris to the letter, rather he's just telling us what that this letter is above and not a yud, and in all other examples, telling us the right letter that, that's in front of us. Once the cotton validates the letter, it would then be muttered to fix the letter up to its proper form, and it wouldn't be a problem because Sidron, being the Me'ikra Adin, it had the correct surah. The Rakhshukhan brings down many other examples of letters that would require a tinek. Some of them include a zayin with a longer leg that could look like an endanun, or a rounded base that may look like a chaf, or a vav with a long upper gag, a long upper part, which can now be potentially confused with a dalid, or another example would be a hay that this left hanging leg, this nakudatsui that we spoke about yesterday, appears to be attached to the top, giving it a look of a ches. By all these cases, we determine which letter it is by the way that the tinaik interprets it. So what is considered a tinaik? So the Shulchan Aruch says, the get of a tinaik is, tepish. He's not overly smart, but he's not a tepish, he's not a fool. The Mishra explains this to be talking about a child who's efficient at recognizing individual letters. He knows the alphabet, but he's not so advanced that he can understand the context of the word and the other words around it, which would then enable him to recognize what the ice was intended to be, and then he wouldn't be able to judge this tour objectively because he's just going to say, oh, it must be this letter because of the, what the word must mean. Therefore, we want a child who could only just recognize what letter is in front of him. And therefore, the Shulchan Aruch says that when showing the letter to the child, 
you do not need to cover up the neighboring letters out of concern that the context of the words will enable him to recognize the letter, even when it's not clear. It's enough to just ask him, point to the letter, ask him what letter it is, and whatever he says is fine. Others argue and hold that you do have to cover up everything up until the word that contains the letter in question out of fear that even if he wasn't familiar with the words till now, he might, it might help him and it might influence his understanding of what letter it is. But according to all shitas, you do not need to cover up the letters that come after the letter in question. And now that we mentioned this din that you do not need to cover something up, we're going to go now to another din of the Mishabruah, which is a case where everyone will agree that a covering would be needed. And this is talking about, says the Mishabruah, if the letter in question is, uh, for example, an endonon, a nun seifis, and the bottom part became partially erased, and we're left with only the upper half of this nun, then we'll use a tinaik and it'll tell us, does it look like a nun, a nun seifis, or does it look like a vav? If, however, the letter just got a hole in the middle of the leg, or just a little line got erased through the width of the leg, and that effectively split the, the leg into two parts, then it would not help to show the letter to the tinaik as is, because in the child's mind, he's going to look at these two pieces as one long piece, without paying attention to the small hole or space in the middle of the letter. So in this case, the eights would be to cover up the bottom half that became separated from the top of the letter, and then you let the tinaik decide from that part alone as to what letter it is. So just to sum up today's share, a tinaik can help us determine what letter it is when the letter resembles another letter. If there's a clear psalm letter, like a detached letter, leg of an aleph, or the shear is too small, smaller than a yud, then a tinaik would not help. And in fact, if he does see it, he'll probably either way say it's an aleph, because the tour is fully there, minus the psalm that it's just not attached. And if it's a type of letter that won't get mixed up, like a ches with short legs, then as long as it has the minimum size of yud, we do not even need to ask a tinaik what he thinks at all. Have a great day.